Welcome to Mission Minded, the podcast where we explore outside-the-box thinking in carrying out Christ's Great Commission. On this episode of Mission Minded, we are joined by Dana Swison. Dana serves as an elder and a missions leader at his church near Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We discuss with Dana the recent film training his church received from iTech and how they applied that training with their partners in Malawi. Now here's your host, Kristen. All right, Dana, well, thank you so much for joining us via Zoom today. It's good to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, good to, good to connect with you. Dana, um, you are a member of Springston Presbyterian Church in Pennsylvania. Did I get that right? Springton Lake. <laughs> Springton Lake. Well, we had this conversation previously, and you corrected me. Um, but either way, it is really, really nice to have you here. Um, you got to do something pretty cool, and we're really excited about this here as an iTech team. Um, Dana and a group from his church were a part of an online film training course that we put together. And then Dana, you went through the equipping process online, and then you actually took film training to your partner in Malawi this summer. Um, and we uh, want to hear all the details about that. We're really glad that you could join us. Um, but before we do, can you um, just share with us a little bit about yourself and your background and your involvement with missions at your church? Sure. Um, well, I'm at Springton Lake Presbyterian Church, which is a, a a small church, well, medium-sized church out in the suburbs of Philadelphia. And um, we, uh, I'm an elder there, and I'm also the uh, leader of the missions committee at our church. And um, we were, uh, yeah, we've, we've been working, you know, we have missionaries in our, that we support, um, but we've also been looking for uh, a place where we could partner, where we as a church can get a lot more people involved firsthand with missions um and so that's that's what we have now with uh an organization called pomboza international um and so um i've been involved with that relationship um the founder of the organization actually is a member of our church and so we're on the missions committee together um yeah cool dana what um what kind of work in um what, what do you provide when you go to Malawi? What did your church take? Um, so we've been there twice as church missions trips. Um, the first time we went uh, with a large, well, for us, it was a large group of people. It was 21 people, um, and it was a combination of youth and adults. And uh, what we did is we did a vacation Bible school there in the different schools that uh, Pomoza works with. Um, and it was great because we had the youth there and we all did one thing together. Um, but uh, back then they only had one, Pomoza only had one staff person. And so they had a lot of other volunteers interpreting and involved with us. Um, and so we ran like a vacation Bible school and the, um, the leaders taught um, the teachers and leaders there you know, ideas for how they could do this and repeat it. Um, this time, that was 10 years ago. This time we went and Pomoza has 25 staff now. Oh, wow. Um, and so what, what we wanted to do, what we, what we did was this time 
we um, broke up into smaller sub teams based on the people who were coming on the trip and their ex experience and their interest. Um, and then each group of two or three people worked with a staff person there in their specific ministry area. So whether it was um, technology, uh, installing a solar system on one of the buildings, um, or we had a couple nurses and the doctor who worked at the, with the nurse at the health clinic. Um, and uh, we did film training um, with a bunch of their staff. Uh, there were three of us that did that. Um, and then uh, education and uh, skills training and then uh, programs development. So we had smaller groups um, and we went in with pretty much with the intent of learning, observing and learning um, and assisting them in ways that we could or equipping or both um, and really encouraging and just spending time with the staff, getting to know them and being able to work with them and pray with them and get to understand what their needs and hopes are. And then what we're trying to do is build our partnership with them and match up skills of people in our church with needs that they have, that they can't get the skills there locally. Um, and so we were looking for those opportunities. Man, so it was a very different approach this time. Yeah, I mean, that is, that's fantastic. And how, Dana, did you uh, tell, share with our audience about how you got connected uh, with iTech, with the, the idea of training? Tell, tell share that with the audience. So, um, I was watching a global missions podcast video, a pot, global missions podcast, um, and they were interviewing Jamie Saint. And uh, I've been looking around for what, how can we develop our partnership? And um, his his conversation about healthy partnerships was like just right in line with what what we've been looking for trying to do. Um, and it was very consistent with what we have been trying to do with Pomoza. Um, and so, uh, I searched around on the iTech website and the first thing we found was the missions dilemma video series, which, um, I thought was amazing. Like that, it was very much in line with what we believe and helped, uh, help us, helped us think through things much more practically and intentionally. And so our mission, so that we used that to train our team that was going to Malawi. And our missions committee is also uh, working through that too. Um, but it, it really helped us prepare for um, trying to have a good mindset and a good attitude perspective um, in terms of working with them and not, um, yeah, not having the we know everything attitude. Um, and then uh, in searching a website, I saw the filmmaking. Yeah, I saw another podcast um, on what you were doing with filmmaking. And that was very interesting to me because that was what my, I, I was doing. Um, so I got a, my sub team on film training on was filmmaking was a high schooler, a college student and myself. Um, and we're all amateur photographers, videographers, and ironically the, the most experienced video person is the high schooler, of course, because he does <laughs> his own YouTube videos. Um, so, I uh, contacted, uh, I guess, I can't remember who I contacted, but put me in touch with Brian. Um, and yeah, so. And here we are. 
you all, yeah, you all graciously offered to to do an online training with us because um, I was trying to figure out if I could get enough money to fly us down to Orlando <laughs> and would that work? And I, yeah, with school schedules with the other teammates, it would have been really hard to do. So it was perfect to be able to do it online. Yeah, well, obviously we would have loved to do it in person with you, but I think um, it is definitely a, a blessing and a gift that film training can be conducted um, virtually like this. It's how we're able to um, connect and do more. Um, Dana, how was doing training online? Um, how did that work for you and your team? So it was, it was very, it was helpful because um, everyone's schedules are crazy. I mean, it's only three people and yet, um, you know, all work schedule, school schedule. So online worked really well for us because we could each, we didn't have to get together to do it. Um, and we, the way it worked out with us, with, with you all was we put a few weeks in between each lesson, which gave each of us time to do the practicing and, and collecting video footage. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously if you're all together and, and you do it all at once, then you're not distracted, right? You can just do it then. Um, but it gave us more time to try things out and, um, yeah, collect footage. Um, and so the online, uh, it, it was really went well. I, it was very easy, obviously to see each other and we could ask questions still. And, um, yeah, I thought it worked really well. Yeah. I thought, I thought each session was fantastic. And I think having the freedom to be able to go and, and take what you've learned and put it to practice before the next session, um, that's definitely something that is, super beneficial and you actually joined us um after film training it was just you but you did a, a little equipping course um with brian because um you were going to take this training to malawi on your trip and uh i don't know about you but i know that knowing something like knowing how to do something but then is different than teaching someone how to do what you know. So um, tell us a little bit about what that was like, actually going to Malawi and teaching something that you know how to do, but you've probably never taught before. What was the experience like on the field, on the other side of things? Yeah, um, so uh, it it was good that we were students first. Because then I had a, we each had a perspective of sitting on the other side of, of learning. Um, and, but when we went, um, well, there were, there were, it all went well in the end. I, we left knowing that um, they knew how to collect, to take photos and videos um, better than they had been, which was part of the problem originally. I mean, we were working with a group of seven of their staff. So there were three of us and seven of them. And what we did is we broke up into small teams. So each of us was had two of their staff, two or three of their staff. Um, and what we did is we did the teaching, class teaching in the morning uh, for part of the morning. And then we would do some hands-on trying to do things that we were teaching that morning. And then in the afternoons, we would go out um, and uh, collect footage, you know, interview a family or um, 
go to uh, one of their facilities, um, you know, like a grinding mill or something, and and capture footage with the intent of thinking through if we were going to make a project out of this, what would what would we want to capture? Um, and so we were able to work um, with them. We were they were able to do the the stuff that we taught, but we were there to watch them and help them, and they could ask questions. Um, and we were also doing it um, because the other one of the one of the goals of our trip was for our team was to capture the footage of the trip and for Pomoza um, in many different areas. So um, that like that format worked well. Um, the the two the two really hard challenges was our projector didn't work when we got there because um, everything's solar. It's a rural, it's a very rural village. Um, and so the building that we were meeting in has a solar panel and batteries, but there wasn't enough current to run this projector. Um, so that we had to change up the whole format of how we were, you know, I thought we were gonna use slides. I thought we could show examples um, and we did on our laptop, but that was just, it was harder. Um, um, they all speak English, uh, but some speak better than others. And so there were times when there would be a, a language barrier and we'd have to repeat things or um, someone would have to explain it to someone else. So the, the biggest problem, which I guess, not problem, but the biggest challenge, which I think happens in many mission trips is we probably tried to do too much and sure. accomplish too much. Right. So um, it was really good to have your curriculum um, as a starting point. We went through it and figured out, okay, well, we don't think we can get through all of this in the five days. Even before we left, we, we were like, okay, well, we're going to need to pare down to this. But once we got there and started doing it, unfortunately, we had to figure out what to drop. You know, oh, like this, some things were just too, too detailed for them. Um, so some of, you know, they're at, they're all at different places in terms of uh, their experience with taking pictures or videos or, so some of the uh, technical stuff about um, photography, uh, we had to either, uh, what's the word? I don't mean to say dumb down, but simplify sure. or just cut out. Um, so it was a lot of it was on the fly. But it was good to have the overall structure because we knew where we wanted to get to. Um, and we, we used the same format where we had, uh, you did, and when you trained with us, you had us do two projects, a very simple project that was like a minute long um, interview. Uh, and we did that and that was great because everyone got to, we had all the staff interview each other and then edit their own, like each one had their own project. Um, and that worked really well. That was, they enjoyed, um, telling their story or interviewing the other. And some of them even put like fun, funny things in it. Um, and then we did a larger project with, for the, like the, the final project for the week. Um, and we used that, uh, the, the goal was to actually get it to a point where it could actually be like a promotional or an informational video um, that Pomoza could use or that we at Springton Lake could use. So that, that worked really well. Um, but yes, the trying to get so much in in uh, the five days that we had was uh, a a big challenge. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I mean, and I think that you touched on something that we talk about a lot here at iTech. Like we, um, we don't have it all figured out either. And I think you can never know, um, honestly, how something's going to go if you've never done it before until you do it. Right. So, and every partner is different. Every partner has different needs. Um, you, you might see a need or they might tell you they want to learn something that, you know, wasn't a part of the curriculum that you get to touch on or you cut this out to make time. So, um, I think it's, I, I think it's great that you took the training and you did it. Um, what, what is it? What trying to think of how to phrase this, um, the impact of film training in Malawi, what, what is the hope? What is, what is something that you were hoping to see as a result of leaving that training there with the church? So, um, well, I guess there's a couple of things. So for Pomoza, the hope is to be able to capture people's stories that they can use to tell the story here to either supporters or people interested in getting involved. Um, and uh, it's uh, it it also um, helps the staff to see the whole story. Like, so the, the staff that we are working with are all people who, um, they're like, they're called facilitators. Um, they're kind of like extension workers uh, that use, you know, an agriculture extension worker. But, well, they're, they work in a community and they have a whole bunch of families that they're working with. And they're tracking the progress of each family um, as they get trained. And, you know, it's they're just day to day. They're just trying to get through each day, moving each person along. Um, but this, as they film, it give, it allows them to sit back and look at the person's whole, you know, where, where did they come from and where are they right now? And just to see, you know, how have they progressed? What has the Lord done in their lives? You know, how it, it, it helps them to see the more of that person's story than just well, these are the goals that you need to get through today. Let's, you know, how come you didn't, how come you didn't do this? Or, um, yeah, so that's, that's part of it. Um, but yeah, they really enjoyed recording and editing. And I'll be honest, it's not their job to like, their job is to work with the people. Um, but, um, because they're working with the people, they have the opportunity to also capture the stories, um, you know, in video and, and photos. Um, and so they really enjoy doing it, which we think will make it make for much better <laughs> footage <laughs> for, for the organization uh, because they, they know how it's going to get used and they want to do it. Um, and I suspect some of them are going to do it as a hobby at night too. So. Sure. Yeah. Man, that's great. And Dana, what, what would you say to anyone listening to the Mission Minded Podcast right now who who's like you, who might might be listening thinking, that's interesting, but I don't know, I don't know if I could do anything like I don't know if I could do that or I'm curious about it. What what would you say to someone who is interested in film training or in any training in general? Um just ask someone who heard about it and took the took the plunge and reached out. What what would you say to that person? Well, so like for us, um, we've, we've done service missions trips mm-hmm. in the past. Um, 
And uh, as we've worked with Pomoza, we've we've come to think more in terms of the opportunities that we have um, to serve um, can are can be used to uh, equip the people on the field who are right there on the front lines um, to do the ministry that you know God has called them to do. Um, you know, it's great to for us to go and to be able to share Christ with uh, someone when we're there. Um, but the reality is we're only there for five minutes or 10 minutes or a day. Um, and it's the people, the missionaries who are there, the church that's there on the ground that are going to continue on a day-to-day -day basis. And they're the ones that are going to be continuing to reach out to other people. Um, you know, they're the church there and their call is to be the church there. And so, um, what, what we're, what we've been looking to do is to um, build our relationship with the church there and help them in ways that we can and they can help us uh, in other ways too. Um, and so if, if you can look for opportunities, either with the missionaries that you already have or when you go on a mission trip, you can look for opportunities to encourage and equip the people who are there who are doing the ministry on an ongoing basis, on a daily basis. Um, that's, that's really what, um, you know, it's a way to empower them and to, to make them um, be able to do their ministry better. Um, and so, yeah, I, like we're actually, right now we're looking for ways, other ways that we can partner with them. So we're looking at what skills and experiences do our people in our church have that could help and assist and equip um, the Pomosa staff. So, you know, there may be there opportunities where you and your in the missionaries you serve or on the missions trip that you um, are going on can um, bring some skills or yeah, to some skills to, to the people there. Um, and you can learn them from iTech or other organizations. Yeah. Um, or maybe, yeah, and they and so we had engineers on our team um but they know their engineering um to be able to teach engineering is different from knowing and being able to do it yourself um and so you know like i said with this filmmaking the fact that you had your curriculum itech had a curriculum for teaching um we could put that together with what we what our goals were and where we wanted to bring um the Palooza staff and and the curriculum kind of enabled that to happen. Yeah. That's great, Dana. And I, I really am really encouraged. I know we all are by um, just seeing what your church was able to accomplish with your partner, um, even just with film training and this idea. And um, yeah, just something as simple as hearing a podcast episode and sparking an idea. It's just cool to see how God can use um, he uses his word, he uses other people, he uses media, he uses all kinds of things to, to encourage us in his work. And, uh, your story is just completely inspiring. We're so glad that you took the time to, to join us today and share that. Um, 
So thank you, Dana, for joining us. And thank you for joining us on the Mission Minded Podcast. If you would like more information about film training or any of the other training disciplines that iTech provides, you can visit itechusa.org and it'll be linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Mission Minded. For more information on today's topic and show notes, please visit our website, itechusa.org. Mission-Minded Podcast is produced by iTech. The goal of this podcast is to inspire conversations about Great Commission participation. The views, organizations, and individuals represented, interviewed, and discussed on the podcast do not necessarily represent an official position or formal partnerships with iTech.